Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let me bang you, I do let you bang Let me bang you, Let me bang you, Let me bang you, Greetings, Mads and Bridges. Go for Jesus! No for gay Jesus, people! Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? What's up, people? We got a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Don. <laughs> we don't know where Don Fry is. I've been uh, calling him and texting him. Uh, if you've heard from Don Fry, let me know, because I am a little concerned. Um, it's not like him would just, but who knows? He might just show up 20 minutes in. You know, that's, that's just Don. Um, yeah, text last time I texted him either, so I don't know, I don't know what's going on. He did He did say something in our text thread at one point. So mm-hmm. didn't he? I thought he responded something. I don't know how, how long ago it was, but I remember saying something. Yeah, he called someone a pussy, right? He said, that's Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Greg, how was uh, your weekend? It was interesting. You know, I, I was there uh, performing at the comedy club that's right there in the Westgate Shopping Center, which is right across from the uh, State Farm Stadium where the Super Bowl was. All the Super Bowl festivities were going on. And of course, so right outside in the pavilion, they booked two concerts at the same time as, you know, we're having, the, like, they forgot. They're like, fuck the comedy club. We're having a giant. So the first night was Marshmallow. Okay. Which is a huge international DJ. Yeah. But I don't know how much the people of Phoenix are into, you know, let alone those. You think about people that can afford to be at the Super Bowl. I don't know right. if that's the same, no. you know, crossover. So while it was it was super loud, like everything was just rattling in the club from the base. <clears throat> you know, but listen, I I listen, you don't do this for 20 some odd years and not get used to 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 just facing these situations, I've dealt with it before. It's not, you know. So I just, you know me, I'm loud too. So I just blah, 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 right, right, right. blasted through. Then the next night was Tim McGraw, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And now, now Tim, while while not nearly as loud, mm-hmm. definitely way more people. That place was bananas. Yeah. Um. So uh, there were just so many. So, so I mean, I, I was, and of course I'm poking fun. I'm like, thanks for being my opener, Tim McGraw. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for my opening act, Marshmallow. Now come, you know, and some people actually did once they finished the Tim McGraw show, actually then came in and watched my set, you mm. know, uh, at the end. So, I mean, they were, they missed the other two guys, but they caught my entire act. So, um, so, it, so that was fun. And, you know, shocking. And it was funny because I would go out on stage. And I was like, you guys, thank you. You're such diamonds. Mm-hmm. You're diamonds. And they, you know, and they're like, what is this guy talking about? I'm like, you're the rare individual that cut through those throngs of people here to see Tim McGraw. We're like, no, fuck Tim McGraw. We're here to see the tiny yelling man in that little room up there. <laughs> you know? And so I really kind of just I, I praised him up for it. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to act like it wasn't happening. I leaned into it. That's so great. we ended up having a great time and I had incredible shows, and it was super fun. Sean, what about you? Uh, I sat and um, thought all night about whether or not the Super Bowl was fixed because I kept, I didn't bet on it, but like when the last Hail Mary goes 22 yards, like the guy that throws it, like you got to wonder, dude, I don't know an NFL quarterback that can't throw it. I could throw the ball when I was younger, 50 or 60 yards. Like, I don't know. And I didn't even play football, you know, like uh, when he threw that last one, like 20 some yards, we giving them no chance to win. I'm thinking, dude, has this guy got together with James Krause? Like what's going on? You know what I mean? Or whatever these are like, is Krause the quarterback's coach now? Um, uh, some of the stuff, man. I, even that, even that holding call, man. Just at the end there, that, that's 
the ball wasn't catchable. And isn't that the rule? If it's not catchable, you can interfere all you want. You know what I mean? Like, no, I no, no not if you, it may have been uncatchable because he slowed him down to where he couldn't get to it. Cause he did turn him and he grabbed, and even the guy, James Bradbury, the defender came out and was like, look, I grabbed his Jersey. I was hoping they wouldn't see it. He yeah. said that. It's kind of like the NBA. There's 10 fouls on every play. It's just who's going to call what, I guess, man. Totally. Do on top, so it's kind of. Exactly. You can call it or not call it. You know, obviously they called that one because they wanted Mahomes to win. So. Well, yeah, I can't wait to tell you guys about this, my experience over the weekend. So, Greg, Sean. So, this guy, I meet this guy and he texts me. He's, hey, man. This is how most, uh, most Bruce Buffer stories start, by the way. <laughs> He slid into your DMs, right? He sent you a dick pic. Okay, go ahead. I meet this guy who's like, I met you over with Coolio a couple of years ago. And uh, me and, and he has a deep voice, a deep raspy. Me and Coolio have a new nightclub. Uh, uh, we want you to do comedy there. It's a Coolio social club. It's in Phillipsburg, Pennsylvania, right? And he's like, what do you charge? So I, I gave him a price. He's like, all right, done. Uh, Thursday and Friday, I'm flying you out, right? So he flies me out, right? I, I, uh, Spirit Airlines, first class, though, right? Flies me out, right. which is, is which just means the front seat on Spirit Airlines. It's just, it's just as bad. it's actually worse because your seats don't even go back in the front. Right. I'm not gonna go back in the back either, right? So I get out, and this guy picks. You should have told like I would rather fly cargo on FedEx than <laughs> first class on Spirit. But okay, but, go ahead. So oh, Don Fry's here. Shit! Yay! So, so he flies me two hours to Pittsburgh, right? And uh, and he goes, I'm gonna have a driver meet you, right? So I don't mean I mean like six hours to uh, red eye, and it's a two hour drive to Phillipsburg, right? So it's a it's a town of two thousand people, two thousand people in this town. So I get there, and then he puts me up. He goes, you got you staying at the We Are In, right? Which is exactly it's on the side of the highway. It looks like a murder scene. Like We Are In, right? We Are In, right? So I get out, <laughs> and the guy meets me there, and he goes, right across the street. That's where I got a DUI last year. I ran into a dam, right? He goes, they actually, someone made, I took a picture of it and my car was hanging over the thing. And then it goes, it goes, catch of the day, right? Like, so, so they made it <laughs> 7 million people, right? So I get to the social club that night. It's about 40, 45 people that could, could fit in there. Like it's at capacity, but, and there's like slot machines everywhere. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know gambling was legal. Uh, he goes, oh, no, these are not, this is not gambling. These are video games with money where you win money. He goes, I actually, uh, I actually sued the whole state of Pennsylvania. He shows me his lawsuit and he somehow won. And he carries around with him for some reason. <laughs> Dude, so then, you know, we have talked about this before, Adam. You don't gotta say yes to everything. So, all right. So, so before the show, I asked him, I'm like, were you scared of going to prison, right? After you got a DUI? He goes, nah. He goes, I did 10 years in prison. Uh, a hard time. I, I go, he goes, I was looking at 30 to life, but luckily, uh, the prosecutor was corrupt and uh, used falsified. They said I shot 10 people. I didn't shoot 10 people, right? So he tells me about prison. I go, well, oh, man. I go, what exactly, were you? Exactly. Don, Don, you gotta meet this guy. You would love this guy. Absolutely love this guy. <laughs> I go, what'd you go to I go, what'd you go to prison for? He goes, Oh, I was a Latin king. I'm gonna go, but you're not Latin. He goes, they let me in. Right. And I like <laughs> and I believe him, right? Because he, he's he's got he's like, I'm getting rid of my tats right now. And he's got tats that are removed all over him, right? He's got five daughters working the place, right? They're all like high school. I'm like, oh, uh, one of them's 14, right? He goes, yeah, she. I homeschool her. She's a tattoo artist, right? She's 14 year old tattoo artist, right? And I'm like, uh, I, I go, oh, the, she. He goes, yeah, I got five daughters with five different mamas. It's a long story, but you know, I'm taking care of all of them, right? So the opening act goes on, and this place is like, if you think of like a, like a Trump rally times 50. Like that, I don't know why it's called Coolio's. I, I I even said that I'm like tomorrow night I'm playing Sir Mix-a-Lot's basement. Um, after that <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing a Young MC's backyard. I go if Coolio came back to the show he would see it and then kill himself. <laughs> if he came yeah. back to life, They're... so they bring me an opener. The opener goes on and she's like talks about being a lesbian. She's like I used to be a lesbian, uh, but now um, I have a boy. I'm married, but my fiance is in prison. He's got long hair. He's beautiful, and I peg him every night before he went to jail. Oh. Right. So, so now the crowd. Well, at least he's ready. 
Right. Yeah. So now the crowd is horrified. So she gets off and she does like six minutes, supposed to do 30. She doesn't come back the next night, right? She doesn't, she just, she just leaves. Oh my God. She's like, that's it. All right. And during my set, she sits in the front or the front row, like the very front seat. And I'm just like, come, what you fucking hate as a comic, you know, you don't do it to another. Yeah. Time. Like, what are you doing there? Yeah. You're not an audience member. You stand on the side. So you stand so in the that, back. So the people there were so nice. I mean, these are some real, like, like old, like, nice backwards so this guy's telling me he's like yeah you know i work for 30, 50 years that's my son he's got autism but he's a rapper right so uh naturally <laughs> oh, go, yeah of course i go is his name little spectrum <laughs> his name little spectrum right so then right, he, huh. he goes he goes, he was getting money from the government, but he told me, dad, I want to earn my own money. I don't want to just get free money, right? So I'm on stage and I tell the story. I go, now you know he has autistic. I'm gonna take the free fucking money, you idiot, right? And the, the kids, the kids dying laughing, right? So then I get an audition, right? For a, a good audition for a show. So I got to buy a shirt. Before I go, I go in, I go next door to buy a shirt. It's a thrift store. So I go in there, I'm like, hey, it's a thrift store. And the girl goes, well, most of the people that own these clothes are deceased. So we take them off deceased people. I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, you, the, the mortuary next door should have been your first clue. <laughs> any, so, any bullet holes, any bullet holes or knife, knife holes, <laughs> anything like that? Blood stains? That's well, all it was. So I have an audition and they come and these, I, I tell the people there afterwards, the people came to my, the people came to my motel with a suit. Some guy gave me a suit. He's like, my stepdad, gave, I, I had to wear a suit in the audition. He goes, and they brought me this light. Like, they're the nicest fucking people you ever meet. Like, just beyond nice. But so then um, the next night I go, and uh, the, the guys, the guy who runs the place, his jail cellmates were there. They came to, like, they're all friends, right? So one guy has an eye patch. And he tells me, he goes, he's like, he's like, it looks like the Undertaker plus 100 pounds, right? And he goes, I got an eye patch. But next time I'm in town, I'll be your driver. I'm like, uh, I like my drivers with two eyes. Then <laughs> 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 uh, there's like what next time? Blind in one eye, can't see all the other. There's, there's uh, a couple beast looking girls there, right? Well, I mean, you know. So then this one, this girl's like very flirty. She comes up and she's like, "Hey, you know, uh, I saw that you're married, but I do couples and this and that, and you know, all this shit, right?" So she works at the Sounds uh, like she was a hooker. No, no. More than a she wasn't flirting with you. She was trying yeah, to get your business. Anything about a price? So, yeah. No. So there's some guys I do couples. <laughs> so some guy says, watch out for her. I go, why? He goes, he goes, she likes to get peed on. <laughs> I go, what? He goes, cool. yeah. I, cool. I like to pee on them. <laughs> So, yeah, like, so great. great. I just yeah, great. I just drank four beers. <laughs> so, they said they made a video where they she likes to, where somebody bought a pee tape off her. Um, so she this this goes so she likes to get peed on, dude. It was like uh, oh the next night, right? So there's no more opener, right? Because um, the opener quit. So the guy's like, hey, can you do two and a half hours? Oh my god! Uh, Who are you, Dave Chappelle? Right I, after Africa? Uh, oh, the places you'll go. He goes. I'll give you. An, he goes. I'll give you an extra. And he named a a, a really good number. So I was Ooh. like, so I was like, sure, right? So I do two and two hours and fifteen minutes, right? Um. Then at the end, I go back to my. You know, we are in, and they all bang on my door. They somehow they all know where I'm staying. And they're like, hey, come out with us. I'm like, oh, guys, I'm, I'm tired. They're like, oh, Not no. because you mentioned it on stage or because they know the guy that runs the We Are In. So. <laughs> well, that too. So they take me to a, a club that's connected to the We Are In, like in the <laughs> back. And it's the same people that were at this place. And now they're all just even drunker, um, getting, getting more and more fucked up. Uh, some guy tells me, he goes, oh, man, you inspire me. He goes, I got a tattoo. You want to see it? So I'm like, sure. He goes, it's a butterfly. It's a stick of butter. It's a stick of butter with two fly, like, like two butterfly. Dude, it just gets. Was it on his, was it on his asshole or what? That's what I think. Was it a trip? Was it right above his dick? Was it, like, yeah. Dude. Oh, and then during the second show, right? So some old guy's heckling, right? Some old guy, he thinks it's a conversation. He just, he just won't stop talking to me. And a nice guy, but like, I'm like, all right, dude, I got this. So finally they kick him, <laughs> they kick him out. But, but like, 
19 people kicked him out. Like you got to come. So now half the crowd leaves to, to like to take this guy out, right? So now I'm just I'm saying like like the lesbians go, the 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 the, the prison warden. I'm like, is there a line to punch this guy? I'm just I'm like, show him the fucking light. He'll walk towards it. I'm like, how many people to take to take to got kick out a 105 year old man? So that was uh that was my experience. Uh, Apparently, more than 76 million. I don't know. So <laughs> like I you do know, have you know, a. Sorry, they just they they trying to find a way to a polite way to walk out on your show. Exactly, <laughs> they're like, "I'll take them out," and everyone's like, "I'll take them out." Too. <laughs> yeah. I do I have mean, a. It's not their fault. I mean, two and a half hours is a lot of Adam. I mean, <laughs> dude, what they kept offering me moonshine. One guy had homemade moonshine. Oh. <laughs> I drank. Don't take it. I've tried, I've made that mistake before. Then, then I, who knows what the rest of the show was like? I wasn't there. Adam, next time when he needs like when he needs an opener or somebody to share the two and a half hours with you, he should just have the owner should just have his 14-year-old hit up Chris D'Elia. Like I guarantee you she'll at least get a text back. Like I don't know, I don't know if he'll do the show, but I guarantee you he'll respond at very least. I can negotiate from there. Dude, I was on stage going, like, how many wrong turns did I make in my life to get here huh. at the at the Coolio Social Club? Uh, but Greg, let me know if you want to do the gig. It, it pays really well. <laughs> After all that, of course, Greg wants to do it. <laughs> Now, in first class on spirit, you say? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, that's the thing. I just, I, I have an easier time saying no than you do. That's just one of those things where I'm going to be like, nah, I'm cool. Like, I don't, I'm going to. Dude, there was a guy in the back who looked like, another guy looked like The Undertaker. And he was like, they were like biker friends of this owner. And I was like, he's like, yeah, I did some time. I'm like, why? Is it for fighting? I'm like, oh, were you a good fighter? He's like, listen, I'm the kind of guy that, I could break bones. He's like, I'm a bone breaker, right? <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I know how to kill people with my finger. But for some reason, I believed him. Like other people, I didn't. I've never yeah, it's called a trigger. A fucking trigger. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say it's called showing up with a sledgehammer. I thought it was death by a thousand peggings. <laughs> Dude, he told me back in the day. He goes, back in the day, we used to have driving fights. I go, I go, what is that? He's like, we'd all go to the drive-in. And I went 34 and one. Uh, I finally right. broke my, <laughs> I broke every, my every legendary street fighter always has that one on the end of the record. Yeah, they yeah. make it more believable. I went 601. Yeah. 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 So Don, how you doing, man? Where have you been? Uh, I've been hiding from the world, man. You know, sure. The world needs more Don Bryan, everybody. Don't hide from us. Yeah, don't I look good? You do. You look great as always. There's a video. There's a video that went viral about you calling everyone sissies with Karen Bryant. I seen it like yeah, 19 yeah, that times. Was like yeah, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, that was yeah. at my fight that Don commentated and hurt my feelings. I like I didn't know Don. I just met him that weekend, and yeah. the first time I got kicked in the fight, Don goes, "McCord looks like he's ready to quit." Like, and I actually heard it. <laughs> In the fight, and I turned and looked at Don. I was like, dude, that's my hero saying after one kick, I'm ready to quit 10 seconds in. I was like, that broke my heart. But then after the fight, I got to watch a drunk and high uh, Carl Parisian argue with a uh, drunk Don on who was a better generation of fighters, even though they were both from the same generation. It was very <laughs> I listened to that for like two hours. I was in tears, man. Mostly from him saying I was ready to quit after the first kick. But oh, that's so funny. So yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I took my daughter to a fairy hunt. Right? I like they have a thing where it's like they have like a it's like a play in, in like the park where they have these girls dress up as fairies and they want all the kids dress up as fairies and they go hunt the fairies. Right? With like a like a live action play, you know, like one of those. Like, so I take my daughter. I find out about this. I take my daughter. There's like nine little girls dressed up in fairies. It's the cutest thing. And one brother dressed up as Darth Vader and uh, with, <laughs> with a sword. He didn't, he didn't get the mail, huh? <laughs> with a sword. And I go, what are you doing here? He goes, I'm kill I'm here to kill the fairies. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, but if you touch this one, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, right. I, I was like, uh, whose kid is this? And then the mom was like, It's mine. And she was like, she's like, I love my son's the best or something, but every time there's like I go to his school and there's like nine, there's like nine drawings of like snowmen. My, my kid is the one with the horns and fire and <laughs> everything. Is like, he's got everything like. yeah. 
Uh, anyway, the, the fights. Do you guys watch the fights to Islam versus Volk? Yes. Uh, yes, so- a friend of mine was nice enough to send me an illegal stream, so uh, it was... I, I got couldn't... Did that link would not come through. I kept not getting the link at all. And then I did see the highlights, though, so I, I do know what happened uh, in that one fight in particular, but the rest of the time I was doing shows, so I didn't get a chance to see it yet. Now, I'll just go first. So the, I thought it was a good decision. I hate to say it. I wanted mm-hmm. Volk to win. I really did. I think the rounds he won, he won a little more. But I thought he lost. Are you, talking the, main, wait, are you talking the main event? Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was three okay. to two Islam. Um, no. So no, you got it wrong. <laughs> why? Oh, here no, we go. Why? I think the Russian, the Australian Russian one, you know, I think he, he pursued. He was more aggressive. He was on the constant attack. And I think he threw uh, more significant um, strikes. I mean, I can see how you thought that, but I didn't think it was a robbery. <laughs> I didn't think it was a robbery. Sean, you? I uh, I thought he won the last 60 seconds of the fight. Right. Uh, other than that, he, uh, there was one round that one of the judges scored for Volkanowski that he had his back for four and a half minutes of the five-minute round. And I don't know how – like, I, I was sitting there thinking if you score it by wrestling – the uh, what's his name? Makachev won. If you score it by jujitsu, Makachev won. If you score it by boxing and kickboxing, Makachev won. If you score it by anything but cardio, like any kind of even taekwondo rules, like in the three times he dropped Makachev, if you go back and watch it in slow motion, he didn't connect on any of those three times. Those were literally all three slips. One time he punched his shoulder, which threw him off balance. One time he completely missed, and Makachev slipped going for a takedown. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. Watching it, uh, I mean, to hear Joe Rogan and Brendan Schaub tell it, it wasn't even close, like, which is uh, crazy. People keep telling me that. But uh, I thought 3-2 to two was a fair decision. He did. Uh, I think if they'd kept fighting, he would have won eventually, like if there weren't a limit on rounds, you know. And uh, he looked better than, I don't know, Makachev, that's the first time I've seen him look tired. And he started at 45 seconds in, looking exhausted. So yeah. I'm nobody to criticize anybody's cardio, but it's uh, it, he was off, it seemed like to me, man. I don't know. Or Volkanovski's that good. Well, the, here's what oh. Dan Hooker, right? Dan Hooker, who lost to Islam, whose teammates with Volkanovski, or the, you know, they're I don't know, they train together. So he writes, "Dumb cunt thinks he can fly to Australia, hire a nurse to give him an IV. We won't find out. Cheating dog." This is obviously about 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 Islam. Um, like I, I'm confused about the IVs. Why are they so illegal? They they won't let you do they it. They don't know. <laughs> yeah, they are uh, stupid. They're fucking stupid, and they don't understand, you know, uh, anything about sports or any competition or anything like that. And so they come up with the stupid-ass rules and would serve no purpose and just fuck everything up. Yeah, yeah it hurt. seems like a dumbass rule. I mean, it, 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 all they're doing is rehydrating. I mean, right. they got to rehydrate. Yeah. Right, the reasoning right. behind it is that they could be doing blood doping by using an IV during camp, which I have a crazy idea for them. Test them before they receive their IV to rehydrate and see if they have any of the residue <laughs> of plastic in their blood. And if they don't, then they obviously haven't been doing the blood transfusion and let them rehydrate with an IV. It's so stupid, man. Or, like if, or just have it. Or just you have give somebody. them the IV bag. Like it right. has to come just, from yeah. them. Have somebody from the commission in the fucking locker room. Yeah. Know? I mean, rehydrate what? So you have to drink it? Like, oh no, you can't just rehydrate. You gotta. We have to watch you drink it. Like, no, just make it, make it an IV bag that they issue. Here you go. Here's some fluids. You know, with it from our, our supply. There you go. Well, what like, they're saying is, like, what what they're yeah, saying is during their camps. They're saying during their camps, they're doing blood transfusions or could be with an IV. So that's why IVs are completely banned. Like, because you can take someone else's blood and like put, you know what I mean, double the red blood cells and put it back in, but. I mean, what happens if you have to go to the hospital and you're sick? You can't get an IV? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, what, I, wouldn't it be more dangerous to not get an IV? Yeah, that's what's so stupid. They're trying to protect the other guy, like, uh, but you're actually hurting the guy who's not getting the IV. It's so, so stupid, man. God, the whole thing's so stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so that was, uh, and then the other fight, the co-main event, uh, what's his name is the most frustrating fighter, Yai Rodriguez, because he looked amazing. Uh, he looked yeah. incredible. Uh and because the other the guy he the guy he beat is like legit good, but it, that was that was. So now they're the interim. Now now what? So now they fight. It's going to be Volkanovski against yeah. Pierre for the for the for the belt. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I want to know. What I want to know is who now is the 155 pound champ because he hasn't defended it for 48 hours. So <laughs> he's the interim 155 pound champ because that's I think that's the that's the limit you have 48 hours as champ before they should just make every fight a title fight like they really should just every fight be a title fight. <laughs> Crazy. It and seemed then, to me having just watched the highlights of the Volkanovski fight, it seemed like he was if he had 10 more seconds. He was about to put him away. I mean, yeah. that's what it looked like at the very end. And all I kept thinking was, dude, why'd you save it? Why'd you wait till now? I, again, I only saw the highlights. I wouldn't see how uh, it all played out. But it seemed like that last minute, he almost knocked him the fuck out. And I think that's what really upset him when the announcement came out. Because it was like he had him this close to being put away. It was also in, it was also in Australia. He had the whole crowd behind him. Yeah. Every time he, he did good, it was like you couldn't even hear and also he was the underdog and he was also the smaller guy so it was one of those things sometimes where if it's close you give it to the guy who should lose versus the guy who really won you know but it was a it, it could have went either way it, it was a good fight I, I felt bad for randy brown because that dude another guy who sometimes just looks unbeatable and then just got got rough parker Posey. what about alonzo minifield he fought to a draw a majority draw that was the one i had bet on that i actually it counted as a win shockingly was, I, I paired it with with Mikhaev and so uh but but it came up a majority draw what happened with that no i hate to say it but i think he got lucky because i'm a, i'm the biggest minifield fan so the first round he goes out and almost finishes him it almost like could have been a 10-8 like he just it was very close he got like i was out yeah. of feet, but he was fighting back it wasn't like he Second round, uh, he he loses. He loses the second round. And the third round, so basically it was like 1-1. And then in the third round, if I remember correctly, he like grabbed the cage while he was getting taken down. So they, um, they took a point away. So then, right. and, he, and then he still lost the round. So he really lost. I don't know. He only won the first round, but they called it a draw. So yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how that happened. Uh, but it was pretty awesome because I like Alonzo a lot, but that was also weird officiating. Um, and then Parker Pose Parker Poser, I forgot his name. I don't, he he got his ass, he got rocked. Um, he got he got killed. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You always find the latest football odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online, and. As your continued source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports and events, bet Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. What's up, people? Listen, I got to talk to you about HelloFresh. All right. Now, with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. My wife and I, we had the best meal we've had in ages, thanks to HelloFresh. I'm telling you. You could skip trips to the grocery store and you can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Not number two, not number three, number one. Look, we all have New Year's goals, right? Well, HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Skip the grocery store and take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Are you looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? I know I am, okay? So cut back on those expensive takeout and delivery. Yeah, you go out there, it's gas, and you get there, and you got to pay for parking, and this and that. People are, it annoys you. Listen, HelloFresh has you covered, okay? You'll love how fast, easy, and affordable it is to just whip up uh, a recipe and just, you get a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen, all right? Eating well is top of the mind this month. It's comforting to know you'll always get top quality with HelloFresh. The ingredients travel all the way from the farm to you in less than seven days. So you know they're fresh, okay? I'm telling you, my wife, we've had the greatest meals. I'm so happy for HelloFresh, all right? So you got to do this. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Roasted21 and use code Roasted21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. 
Okay. HelloFresh.com slash roasted21 and use code roasted21, like I just said, for 21 free meals plus free shipping. All right. Check out HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Any other uh, fights you want to talk about, Don or Sean? No, I thought Yair Rodriguez, man, if when he fights, that's what everybody's asking me for. Did I send you guys the list of the fights I didn't bet on? And then uh, I think I sent that to you, right? Like I, I didn't bet. No, I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I went 10 and two, giving advice to my friend and I didn't bet. So 10 and two on the fights, even told him how the two would play out. The Yair would finish the guy and that uh, Makachev win by decision. And uh, so after the, after the fights, I'm like, dude, he, I mean, I'd literally, he asked me three or four times. So I spent a half an hour looking at the fights and giving him my picks. And then he goes, oh man, my bad. I didn't bet. And I'm like, pass me through my picks repeatedly. He asks three or four times. So then I go through and look at it. I'll send it to him. And then he doesn't bet um, or whatever, which is really weird to me. But uh, yeah, I was telling everybody the uh, to, that if Ayer comes to fight, he'll win pretty handily. If he doesn't, he'll lose. You know, you never know which version of him you're getting, man. You really don't. 100%. You know, dude, that just goes to show you no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> of course. You know, the more you try and help people, this, reminds, I, this is something I didn't bring up from the weekend. So there's a comedian who we know, I'll tell you, anyways, he reaches out to me. He's like, hey, you're in Phoenix. I'm in Phoenix. Do you think I can get a guest spot on your show? I'm like, yeah, you know, all right. You know, come for the late show. I'll give you a guest spot. It gets a five-minute guest spot, gets up there. And he's doing, you know, I mean, he's doing okay. You know, it's five minutes. What do you, you know? So he does, and at the end of the fight, you know, they give him the light like 40. He's like, all right, I want everyone to take out their phones right now. And I want you to follow me on social media. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? You're up there for four fucking minutes. Get the fuck off my stage. Oh my God. I wanted to kill this motherfucker. I was like, how dare you on a five minute? Everyone take your phones out. Look me up. Here's my name. Follow me right now. Like, oh, my God. I wanted to fucking kill this guy. Just etiquette, comics. Fucking etiquette. You only do that on your show. It's not. You shouldn't do it anyway. Because the last thing you want is people looking at their phone. Because they're going to see all the other shit they need to see on their phone. And now they're looking at the fucking phones. So you don't want to do that anyway during a show. But if you do do that at the very end, if it's not your show, don't fucking do it, especially not on a five-minute fucking guest spot. God damn it, I wanted to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> you would like Shab and just buy followers. That's what I would do. Shab's <laughs> the only guy in the world that's got a million followers on Twitter and gets three likes and four retweets <laughs> on every post. Like, dude, how in the hell are you don't have any interactions between your million followers? That's crazy. I did a show one time in uh, Fresno, and the guy did a four-minute guest set, and he, I guess he sold scooters. So he went up there with a scooter. And did like a minute of jokes and three minutes on picking a scooter. And then he had him in the back and was trying to sell them after the show to everybody. And no, not one person bought a like, That's amazing. That might be the best story I've ever heard. Dude, one time I saw a guy come in, ask for a guest spot, and then begged everybody to buy his, his CD on the way out. After five minutes, and then he just sitting there with his fucking CD like, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. Stop it, stop it. Oh. I, it's like I'll give you twenty dollars. Just stop fucking holding up your CD. You look stupid, man. So this this Friday night, it's knuckle yeah. knuckle mania, bare knuckle boxing. I know we're all excited. It's actually a great card. So this guy Lorenzo Hunt, he's the guy that <laughs> Hector Lombard. He's like this black dude who's like the Debo of bare knuckle boxing. He's the bully, right? Right, right. <laughs> So he goes out there and he's got strippers and he's throwing money when he walks out with like five girls <laughs> and they're twerking and like, you know, he's my hero. I'm already into it. Uh, when, when he fought Joe Riggs, he gave him an apple for some reason at the weigh in and he tried to put it in his mouth. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm looking so hard for the, for the connection there and I've got nothing. Like, is it Adam and Eve? Like, what is he going for with that? I don't know. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna fuck him up the ass. I did that with a chick one time. I shoved an apple in her mouth, you know, put her on her hands and knees and drilled her and she bit through that apple, shot it across the room. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can we talk about this for a second? There was a I didn't Wait, so there was a girl that wanted you to fuck her in the ass and you put an apple in her mouth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this wasn't See, I told you, Why did you? What did you think? Where? What more to the story did you think there was? But like, why did Maybe you? Think, 
Truth be known, it was a hog roast, and Don confused uh, (laughs) the pig for a girl. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm like, this must have been a chubby chick. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Why is there a fire underneath you?" Like Don was asking the chick. Yeah, it's oh, like, man. boy, her skin's so real baby. dry. Someone, her skin's real dry. Here's some moisturizer. We're doing it again. Like, you get an apple by your bed, or you you went to get an apple and you knew you were doing anal sex, and then why? Oh, God, have- you fucking. Are- are you why are you so obsessed with this story? <laughs> it's a five second story. <laughs> yeah, Adam's that's gonna, it. That's all. Adam's gonna story. tell his wife. Adam's gonna tell his wife that story and be like, "What would you think about something like that?" And then he's gonna bite into an apple. But by, by the by, <laughs> by, by the way, Sean Sean gave me a book to read on uh, on how to save your your marriage, basically. Apple-like. And uh, and I I I, 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 I read the book. Great book, Sean. Highly recommend this book. It's called For Men Only, uh, and it's a uh, it's it's which like, is also the title of Bruce Buffer's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I was doing I was doing, but it got me into a fight, Sean, because I was doing it all wrong. Like like basically, one of the things that I was doing was when you get married, you it's basically saying when you get married, it doesn't mean it means you have to stop trying to romance your wife or stop you know going on dates. But you should act the same way when you're married that you did when you tried to get your wife. And, right. and I, I wasn't always so doing. cheat. <laughs> and I so fuck so wait, fuck four other women so you, and then try and figure out which her, ones you told her. what story to. <laughs> No, you pay her. You, you pay her first. You know. <laughs> so I was. So I. So I'm working on that. And my wife's like, "Well, what'd you learn in the book?" Right. So of course, like, I, I, I didn't want to give her a fucking book report. You know, like, I, I, but I was like, but I'm like, okay, she wants to hear what I read in the books. I'm like, I'm not gonna tell you because I'm, I'm not gonna be able to really paraphrase it. And you're gonna, it's just not gonna sound. At, you have to kind of read the book. Plus, it's for men only. And so then she's like, so then I finally told her and she's like, yeah, you know, because when we first started and then gave me a fucking list of things I did wrong. Right. So then that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like you don't want to do any of that. So then I was like, no, I'm not saying that really happened. That's your, she's like, well, that was my truth. But your truth is, so now we get into a fucking blowout. So now for, because of this book, we got into a huge fight because I'm like, no, I will not admit that I did these things because I don't think I did these things. I mean, and then I know the book's going to say, well, it's about how you're feeling. That's what the therapist is going to say. And that's what you're going to say. But I'm not going to say I did this because I will be admitting that I did this crime. And I'm like, why don't I just start accusing you of shit and then just say, well, you didn't. So anyway, but we made up and everything's okay. Your first mistake was taking marital advice from anyone on this podcast. <laughs> The fuck yeah. about McCorkle's life made you think, oh, this has got to be pointing me in the right direction. <laughs> look at, I mean, look what it did for McCorkle. I mean, this has got, uh, this has got to be great. The uh, you know? the author also has a book called For Women Only that explains how they should act, but don't expect any woman you're in a relationship with to read it or act upon it. They're only interested in improving <laughs> yourself. But no. uh, yeah, after the initial fight, Sean. It's been much, much better. And I thank you for this book. Uh, so th- thank it's you. one of the few I would recommend to anybody because it's uh, it actually explains how crazy women are. Like yeah. you like after I was done reading it, I was like, this is the craziest shit I've ever read in my life. But it all works like it, it all. It all works, man. It's crazy. No, they what? have a, they have the a name a, of the book. It's called for men only. They have a disclaimer saying this book is not politically correct. <laughs> and and there's a lot of things that are not gonna that you're gonna people are gonna be offended by in this book, but we don't care. This is what we found. I, I think you need to share with us some nuggets from <laughs> from Ben yeah. only. I, I, I want to hear some of the incredible non politically incorrect advice. Maybe it's great. I don't know. Let's hear. Well, they Let's they do it. They interview like five thousand women, and it's all based on like their answers. So you're like, oh shit, that's actually. It's, they're not even saying that like we think this is true. They're saying these girls that were interviewed said this is true. Um, so. Here's the one I remember. The biggest takeaway is when a woman has a problem and wants to talk to you about it, she doesn't want an answer. She doesn't want a solution. She doesn't want your advice. She wants you to understand right. how she feels. Yeah. And uh, to me, that's the crazy. Right. Okay, understand how you feel. What does that do for you? It just verifies I'm not crazy. Well, you are crazy, but okay. Like now I understand how you felt and then everything's better. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I cut my arm off every time I wash the dishes. Well, maybe don't do it with a chainsaw. Like, oh, why are you trying to tell me what to do? Like, instead of, oh, does that, how's that feel when you get your arm cut off? You know, like, it's, yeah. it's, 
it's yeah. something. But if you want to read the one for women about men, women also think it's crazy, but it's exactly right on everything. Like every, like everything. Like I read it, I was like, that is, if a woman would act like this, everything would be fine. Most chapters were just keep going. <laughs> for women only, wake up, blue job. Yeah. Lunchtime, <laughs> make lunch, blue job. More or less. Dinner, make dinner, blue job. One of the funniest. Big dinner, anal with an Chapter one mouse. through three is keep your mouth shut. Like that was chapters one through three. One of the funniest. <laughs> One of the hardest I ever laughed. Lose some weight. One of the hardest I ever had Greg Wilson laugh was when uh, I had a show called Kamikaze Comedy. We, we ran up to people and just started telling jokes, right? And so we run up to this, 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 this like nine women having a picnic. Oh my god! And, and they're just sitting there, like I don't know, having an Oprah book club, whatever. So I, it's like so Sunday morning, like ten a.m. I run up to them, I go, "Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Wilson," and this is Greg like 15 years ago, right? Well, so Greg has uh, matured a lot and, you know, like like everyone else. This was like Greg out of a cannon. So he rolls up to them. Ladies, how's it going? Uh, you know, he goes, uh, you guys did the book out called The Secret. You know, The Secret, The Secret. And everyone's like, oh, we he goes, Secret has learned to suck some dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real quick. <laughs> Oh my God, the, the camera guy's on the ground, like the sound guy's fucking laughing. There's like one lady dying laughing, and four women that are just like, "What the fuck? Happened? What happened to our Bible study? This is fucking crazy." I saw I saw one of Adam's clips. I don't know. You were doing this speed dating thing, and you were yeah. saying the most offensive things I've ever seen anybody say. And I I found it weird. The younger girls that you would be considered more attractive were offended and like got up and walked away. You've yeah. got a cougar on there that nothing you said to her could move her. She was unshakable. She was smiling, laughing at it all. And it just proves that if a woman finds you attractive, you're suddenly. Dude, that woman, the, something was awful. Like you're the, she didn't know what, we had Corey Holcomb there, who Corey is like the funniest, most offensive comic I've ever seen. And, and he goes up there and he goes to that woman. He goes, yeah, you know, uh, I was watching The Roots the other day. You ever watch Roots, right? And the lady goes, oh, I watched The Wire. <laughs> 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 That's like chapter 38 of the roots. Of roots. What? Like, <laughs> I watch what happened later because of roots. Jesus. So I'm so confused what you guys are talking about, but I just keep thinking of great jokes. Okay, uh, roots, roots is about slavery. I knew that. Yeah, I knew that, yeah. but I don't know what and the then wire the wire is about criminality. Yeah, I mean oh, shit. Like, it's like ridiculous. It's like, oh, you ever hear Martin Luther King? Oh, I know ASAP Rocky. You're like, like, right. like, like, like what? Oh. Like, all right. So, um, Lorenzo Hunt is fighting this guy Mike Richmond uh, in bare knuckle boxing. Richmond is a guy who uh, former Marine now uh, runs a couple strip clubs in Minnesota, mm. tatted up, and fucking hits like a brick. Uh, he, this dude, he's the guy that beat what's his name? Um, Dakota Cochran, remember, remember, which, by the way, one of the funniest things I, I ever tell was, so Dakota Cochran, really nice guy, great guy, you know, on the Ultimate Fighter, he admitted to doing gay porn to pay through college, right? So right. I remember bringing that up on the, on the podcast, and I hear Don Fry, I can't even see him, I hear, I went to college, I never had to pay to do gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> I guess say Pizza Hut wasn't hiring. You couldn't, you couldn't yeah. deliver some pizzas. You had to, you had to, you had to fuck oh, dudes. That he was delivered some option. pizzas in the videos. Trust me, he was one of the videos he delivered. Well, yeah, yeah, he did deliver some pizza. <laughs> I mean, what exactly? Yeah. Oh my God. I just yeah, the funniest know. thing ever was they asked me about it unsuspectingly in an interview. I had no idea. I'd never heard of him. And I was like, wait, his. His actual name is Dakota Cochran, and his porn name was Billy. Like I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, like Dakota Cochran is far more a gay porn name than Billy. You know, totally. And, um, All you gotta do they, is put a G on the end. Yeah, they were they were asking me if uh, I would ever do uh, gay porn. I said, well, for the right price, I'd do pretty much anything. You know, and uh, I said, not like a million dollars, maybe a million and twenty, just making a joke. And they titled the interview to this day. It's up. Sean McCorkle admits he'd do gay porn for the right price. Like that was the title of the article. It was 10 seconds of a 45 minute interview that they took. And they, that's what they titled it. And I was just like, my, uh, my mom sent it to me. My daughter sent it to me. My daughter's like 14 at the time. Like, dad, can you quit doing stuff like this? It's embarrassing. Sent me the, I said, I didn't know that's what they were going to call it. I'm sorry. Like it just, uh, 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 also on this card, Austin trout, 
who's like a world champion, former world champion boxer. I think he went to distance against Alvarez. He's fighting Diego Sanchez in bare knuckle boxing. Uh, this should not be legal. I don't know what. I mean, this is just awful. Like, doesn't that Diego have a regular boxing match coming up too? I don't know. He's doing Knuckle Mania this Friday night. I think and he's got in a couple weeks. I think he's got a regular boxing match on George Masvidal's boxing. Oh no, not Diego. That's Pettis. He's doing against Roy Jones Jr. I know, but I think Diego's on that card too. I'm almost positive. Oh no. Uh, Boy, he's just. I hope he's not doubling, triple scheduling fights. Like, I was gonna say, does he have enough skin on his face for these fights? <laughs> let me let me make sure I'm not. Remember when he started coming out to Tony Robbins? That was the best. Like, <laughs> You're saying yes. Yeah, yeah. That was that yes. was. Uh, also on the card is John Dodson, who's been murdering people in bare knuckle boxing. John Dodson yep. is is just killing everybody. Like he's like thirty seconds knocking him out. Uh, so that's uh, I'm excited about that. And then, if you've never seen John Dodson on cocaine, you don't know what you're missing because he's hyper enough without cocaine. But I was in a club one night and he was on, dude. He was he was on something. It was out of control. And then that guy that who's the guy that's on Fox Sports that thinks he's an MMA trainer but he sucks real bad. Um, oh my god, the short fat bald dude that always thinks he's uh, a oh yeah, yeah, Jay Glazer. Jay Glazer comes in with his chest. He's like five two. Comes in with his chest sticking out, looking for trouble. And uh, uh, one of my one of the UFC fighters, I don't even remember who it was, told me, said, dude, if he keeps walking around like that, he's going to find what he's looking for. I'm telling you right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's walking around real cocky, like staring people down and stuff. Doesn't realize he's at a UFC fighter party. Like he doesn't recognize some of the fighters. And then I swear to God, I was talking to, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? The real funny guy that came out like Hulk Hogan and Dan Severin, uh, the oh, fighter that used to come out. That guy was great. Uh, um, oh my gosh. I can't remember. I'm friends with him. I can't remember his name. He does, he, does, he, does, he does wrestling, right? Pro wrestling? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he uh, he texts me. We were hanging out. He texts me. He goes, dude, I'm sorry. I got to I gotta take off. My friend just knocked out um, Jay Glazer in the bathroom, like his fighter friend did or whatever, because Glazer was walking around trying to be a yeah. tough guy knocked out in the bathroom. So, yeah, it was in Vegas. It was so awesome. But he was uh, – yeah, Jay Glazer was looking for trouble, and he found it. So One of my first jiu-jitsu classes, I, was, I, get, I go up against Jay Glazer. And I don't know, you know, all I know is wrestling. So I'm, I'm doing, a, you know, well wrestling. And then he goes for a rolling heel hook against me. Naturally. And um, and he guess he's pretty good at it. And the, then the instructor flipped on him. And he's like, what are you doing? You're going to break his fucking ankle. It's his first day. And he goes, go learn somehow. And he's like, listen, I'm short. Like, that's all he said. Like, by the way, Don Fry, I asked Dominic Cruz about this, right? He huh. says it absolutely happens. Uh-huh. You went to San Diego to train boxing with Dominic Cruz. Halfway through, you threw a head kick and knocked him down and said, keep your hands up. (laughs) (laughs) You got to learn somehow. Right. Did this happen? I I don't remember. I don't remember. If it, it's new to me, you know, but who am I to, you know, who am I to tell him somebody's memory? In Don's defense, it was a leg kick he threw, and it still hit Dominic Cruz in the head, knocking him out. So, because ah. I, I asked him, I said to him, I said, uh, I, I said, I go, I go, hey man, because uh, did he ever? Did he? Because when I was asking everyone to, to to call you in the hospital, did he ever head kick you during a boxing only sparring session, or was that a Rupert? That he goes, that happened, and judging from my last couple losses, he was onto something. <laughs> <laughs> This is exactly <laughs> it's pretty cool that Cruz said that actually. Um, so yeah, and also this week in bare knuckle boxing, uh, my friend Josh Watson, right? Which uh, he's this like big tatted fucking guy. Like, I mean, he just he's one of these guys that looks like you know, so, you know Sons of Anarchy tattooed, and he's the nicest guy uh, ever. He is fighting Greg Hardy. In bare knuckle boxing this Friday night, uh, Greg Hardy. Uh, you better get on first. Yeah, because Hardy only got to touch you once. Yeah, Greg I mean he doesn't have a lot of technique. He doesn't have a lot of experience, but he's all power. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Greg Hardy, that you get that's crazy. You ever think he like thinks to himself, like, man, I should have fucking not fucked around so much in football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should have stayed although in shape or something. Yeah. yeah, he although he may be one of those guys that just likes fighting more. Maybe that was always the problem. Football wasn't enough wasn't violent enough for him. You know? 
he may be like, fuck, this is what I was missing. I just like beating on dudes, fuck rules and refs and, you know, and can't put your hands in. He's, I mean, he may be in love with it. it may, he may think it's the greatest decision he's ever made. So, But there's no way he's making the same money. How good was he in football? He was pretty amazing. I think he was an all-pro a year or two, wasn't he? Wasn't he yeah, all? I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. No, he was He was a, a dominant force for sure. I mean, that's why they kept getting so many chances. Because when you you could keep him on the field, he was fucking fantastic. But he just kept making too many mistakes off the field. I think so, once he beat up his girlfriend or wife or whatever it was, I think they pretty much were done with him, man. They yeah, done. pretty much. They were like, you know what? Okay, you're gone. So, but you know, he had the he he was on the field. He was he was a dominator. He could have been. A, he really could have been a, a Hall of Famer if he would have been able to keep his nose clean and really stick to football. Don, what do you think of the, happy- the funny thing is when the UFC caught me. They uh, said the Joe Silla text me said the risk just isn't worth the reward, and I was like, I've never been arrested. I've never like what like because because I say funny stuff online, the risk isn't worth the reward, you know. But also, he asked me to quit saying racist stuff on uh, Twitter, and uh, I texted him back and said, "What if it's really funny though?" And uh, he just said, "Oh my god!" Back to him and, and didn't say anything else back to me, and then I tweeted later on. There's two things I hate: racism and interracial dating. And uh, <laughs> I, got my, I got my walking papers shortly after that. So. Speaking of Twitter, so sh- you know, you know, there's a real common thread in your career, <laughs> McCarshall, and it's people asking you not to do something, and you're stumbling down. Always, <laughs> I like how it was walking. It was walking papers, not as running papers, because cardio is never yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> my, my slow walking papers out the building. Is that is that in that for men only book? Yeah. Like, here's what you want to do. Whatever she tells you don't to do, do it twice as much. That's it. No means yes. So speaking but that of- was my my first warning. Sorry, my first warning from the UFC came when I was dating a Native American girl, and she said she was on her college rowing team on text message, and I said, I bet you can canoe like a motherfucker, which is a great joke. That's funny. And I screenshot it, but on Twitter, that's when I got my warning from Joe Silva. It said, hey, Sean, Joe Silva, UFC, I need you to do me a favor. I said, anything you want, Joe. I was just trying to keep them happy. He goes, will you stop saying racist shit on Twitter? And I said, what if it's really funny, though? That's when I responded to that. And then, so uh, you, yeah. did, uh, you didn't mean it when you said anything you want. You <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> yeah. Anything minus making Native American jokes. Exactly. Anything except telling me what to do. Go ahead. I find that Native Americans, <laughs> by the way, laugh the hardest. They're the best audience members. They don't. They, yeah. They, they laugh so hard. Um, now, speaking of Twitter, Sean Strickland is allowed back on Twitter. Elon Musk lifted his ban. So he's been on a rampage. Uh, he writes today or yesterday, I might be in Boulder, Colorado next week. Any decent gyms out that way? I can probably spar with Pat Barry. What middle school does he hang out at? Oh, shit. Oh! <laughs> like, what the fuck? They're, they're on a string. I, uh, I got reinstated on Twitter. Did I tell you guys that? After being banned for two years, I'm back on. Uh, Twitter sent me a message that said if I would remove my tweet that says kill Whitey, like hashtag kill Whitey, they would reinstate me. I didn't even remember writing that, but I was like, okay, I'll delete it. And then I'm back on Twitter again. So, You're back. Yeah, I'm back. So it's, well, I won't be long, but uh, <laughs> apparently I'd said kill Whitey. And also they didn't like my tagline that said, I don't tolerate racism of any kind. Racism is a crime and crime is for minorities. Oh, um, so they didn't uh, remove that too. So. Um, what do you now, think? Listen to Don. Listen to Don. Love it. <laughs> Greg, what are your thoughts about the Super Bowl halftime show? Dude, listen. I it seems scary as shit, man. I don't care who you are. You're not. I'm not getting up on those floating platforms. That was bananas. So, I mean, it was fun though. I mean, Rihanna's got a lot of fucking hits, but obviously, she was very limited in what she could do physically. And so, you know, so there was a lot of arm dancing. That's what I noticed. A lot of, a lot of hand <laughs> gesturing, and you know, and simple side steps, side in. You know, like, why, why is she limited physically? I hadn't heard. Oh, because she's pregnant. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that was like the first thing you noticed is that she's on this giant platform floating, and she has this giant safety cable attached to her, and she's clearly pregnant. So all the dance moves are just like hey, uh, hands, 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 hello, goodbye. Like now it's like, you know. And I'm like, okay. Remember, you're twerking for two. Like I don't know. Like, <laughs> Somebody said her so, special, her special guest was a fetus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't you, you had a good joke about it? Your gender reveal party or something like that? Yeah, it's the most elaborate gender reveal, but it was kind of weird. Like I would think if you were pregnant, you would have all kinds of different performers. Maybe, you know, because if you're limited, maybe they're not limited, but she was like, 
but she did have so many hits. You're right. That was the other thing. Like you forget how many hits she's had till yeah. she's just rolling through the one after the other. And you're like, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, man. That one too. I, so I really, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty great. My favorite part, of course, was watching the Philadelphia Eagles eat a dick. That was my favorite part. Oh, yeah. and, then, and then Sean, people got mad because she smelled her crotch. She started rubbing her vagina and then smelled it. Um, For what purpose? <laughs> well, I understand she's gonna. Baby was even baby was out. <laughs> now I think she's teaming up with Gwyneth Paltrow. She's gonna do a, a collab on some 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 candles, and she uh, she oh, just God. keeps testing different. We, we should do a cologne. We should do a cologne called Don Fry's Testicles. Uh, right, there you, you go. You can smell like Don Fry's testicles. The, Tell the me. balls of the balls of Don. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don's, Don's fry grease. Oh god. All right. So this Saturday night, Jessica Andrade taking on Eric Blanch Aaron Blanchfield. Blanchfield is like she's twenty three years old. She's ten and one, coming over a win over Meatball Molly. Uh, she also beat JJ Aldridge, Miranda Maverick. Her last loss was to Tracy Cortez in 2019. Um, it was a smoke show. Jessica Andrade is she's the one that beat up Lauren Murphy recently. Yep. Built like fucking Daniel she, Silva. Oh. Um, she has an OnlyFans account, uh, which has some crazy pictures. Uh, uh people have sent me. Stop sending me that, please. Um, but um so <laughs> <laughs> You're about to get a wave of them. You realize that? Because according to uh, For Men Only, <laughs> if someone says, don't send me those pictures, you send dozens of them immediately. So, um, But I, th I guess she said she was pressured into doing OnlyFans. I'm, I'm not sure. I got to read more into this. Um, who do we like in doing this? Sean, Aaron, or uh, Jessica Andrade? Uh, I don't know the Aaron girl, so I'll say Andrade just based on she's the only one I've seen fight. She's the girl that slammed Rose Namajunas on her head, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, then I go with her. Greg? Well, that and she's been just vicious lately. She's looked so just uh, world-beating in her fights. I love Andrade in this one, and I don't think it's close. Don? Yeah, I'll make it a threesome. <laughs> with an apple. I'll, yeah, well then, uh, don't forget the apple. <laughs> I, I just can't believe, like, you wanted to see how hard she'd bite into the apple by fucking her in the ass. I mean, I'm still very curious about that. Uh, Jordan Wright. <laughs> Jordan Wright, who goes by the Beverly Hills Ninja. Right. Uh, that's his name. He's He's gotten beat up his last three fights. He's gotten, like, just I, I feel like that name just it kind of brings it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Who do you, who else do you want to beat the shit out of some guy? And because he also looks like he, you know, like a Beverly Hills you know, douchebag. So not that he is, but I mean, you look at him and he's a very punchable face. And then with that nickname, who <laughs> else do you want? I mean, you're gonna give him a couple extra with the ref trying to get you off. You know, you're gonna be like, nah, I can send him home. He's um, fighting. Uh, he's fighting Zach the Ripper. Uh, <laughs> Zach the Ripper Pagua. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's this card. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it, but it's, uh, it doesn't have the, uh, that many names. Jim Miller is on the card. Taking on Alex Fernandez. Lena Landsberg goes by the Elbow Queen. Um, unlike Nick Newell, who's the Elbow King. Um, huh. he's taking on Mayra Buena Silva. OSP is fighting. The Emperor has no elbow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, well. So, uh, <laughs> listen, we, we they can't all be home run, Sean. Welcome, okay. to our, welcome to our world. All right. So, uh, yeah. So that's so that's that. Uh, Jens Pulver got into the Hall of Fame. Uh, good for him. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. He deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, don't know why, I don't know why it took so. Long. I wonder if he was able to bring a plus one because I know Stefan Bonner when he got in the Hall of Fame, the UFC charged him for a ticket for his wife to attend his Hall of Fame induction. God damn. Devin Bonner was like, dude, can I borrow $900 from you? I got to buy a ringside seat for my wife to attend my ceremony. I was like, no, okay. seriously. He goes, dude, for real, they won't give me another ticket for her. So. Now, I heard from a very legitimate source that Phil Baroni's out of jail. Um, <laughs> Is it his lawyer? <laughs> he's awaiting trial. Uh, but they, they, He, like, made bail, and he got granted bail, and he's out. So uh, that's – I heard that from a legitimate source. Yeah. So good. 
I hope he heads straight for the border and gets back here because he's not going to have where, any where, do you, where do you escape to? Where you know, what what country do you go to? Yeah, yeah. we're going to have to go to Colombia. Is that where you go, Colombia? I don't know. I'd probably go to. I'd probably go to China. Yeah, yeah I'd go to any place that doesn't have extradition laws or an extradition agreement with Mexico and stay there, even if you get to stay here. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you wouldn't stand out in China at all, Greg. No, Florida. Uh, <laughs> Florida. Uh, what do you have coming up, Greg? Uh, this uh, this weekend, actually leaving Wednesday, I get to go do a nice corporate gig in the Bahamas. That's going to be a lot of fun. So I should have a nice tan for next week's show. But uh, and then next week, the week after that, I will be the last weekend of, of February. I will be in Dallas at TK's Comedy Club. That's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm actually going to be teaching a free workshop in the afternoon on Saturday afternoon there at TK's. So uh, come on out and uh, join us for that. That'll be a lot of fun. And uh, then uh, the week uh, after that, uh, or rather March, I think, 13th through 19th, L.A. Comedy Club in Las Vegas. Oh, nice. By the way, you did a show for the King of Connecticut, by the way. Um, he what? Knew, he knew you. Brony's lawyer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For, you did a show in uh, Miami for him, right? Is that what he said, Sean? He said, yeah, I've done shows in Miami, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he I said he performed was... at yeah one of his one. I don't know he's a pro wrestler too. He's a man of many talents, but he said that he goes, "Hey, I know Greg." He said he did a, one of our shows down here at whatever he what I don't know what he's got. Maybe it was Cool Modi's Social Club. I don't know. It's one of them. <laughs> kind of he may have been there. There were a lot of people. I did this celebrity this uh, uh, magazine launch party that they did and um, had a terrible set actually because uh, it was a complete. I mean, it was a mess. They didn't have a stage for me. Everybody was just milling about. It's really a very difficult show. Um, but it may have been there because it was loaded with with various people and you know uh, the personalities. So it was probably that event. I think the I know King what he's talking about. The King of Connecticut. The King of Connecticut was at the TBT magazine launch party. So. Uh, Sean, what do you have coming up? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, same old stuff. I'm actually planning on watching for the first time ever. Did you hear that Brendan Schaub got on Dancing with the Stars next season? No, are you kidding? He's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, they're just looking for a star for him to dance with now. So oh. nice, uh, there it is. Yeah, he did it. He did it. <laughs> that was good. That was that's actually a really good joke. Um, all right, I will be at Legends in Lake Havasu. On February twenty. That's a beautiful wait, place. Wait, I, I, wait, 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 wait. So you're stripping now. <laughs> it's called Legends in Lake Havasu. Lake uh, Havasu is beautiful. If you've never been there, I went there one time. I didn't know what it was. I just took my girlfriend there because it looked expensive. So we went there, and I got—I I literally decided to drive a hundred yards from my house to the bar, the only bar in town, instead yeah. of walking, and I got pulled over for a DUI on the way back like a cop sat right out there and i was like dude i literally am 25 yards from the house i'm living in or staying in or whatever like that and he wanted me to do a breathalyzer luckily i passed it or he said i did i don't know what it was but it uh yeah we've been drinking and i thought sure that i can drive you know 100 uh, yards to my house you know but it's uh, yeah i got he said right well you make the place oh. sound magnificent <laughs> so don't drive don't drive if you're there but other than that, no it's beautiful you can't it's even really drive 100 yards but okay it's a legend February 27th to March 5th, I'll be in Las Vegas. Apparently, it's called Legends because legend has it. Cops wait outside the parking lot for you to leave. <laughs> they do. He pulled me over like 50 feet after I left the parking lot. I was like, dude. I'm at the Laugh Factory at the Tropicana in March uh, 4th. March 20, February 27th to March 5th. And then I'm at Rick Brunson's House of Comedy in Minnesota, March 23rd, 2026. And March 30th to April 2nd, the House of Comedy in Vancouver. Does Bismarcky uh, still have a social club? Bismarcky? Yeah, I don't know. I just dude. you went to yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. Dude, you're gonna have to text me what you got paid because I may go do uh, Coolio's uh, stand up comedy <laughs> thing from the senior explaining. It sounds like you know it's not hard to make them laugh. Yeah. So I still, uh, may go do it depending on the money. There was a fight. Yeah. I was like, how do you do two and a half hours? I'm like, well, there was a fight that took up 25 minutes. Uh, right. And, that's, and that's, that's a nice. It's a nice. Yeah. Intermission. The feature quit. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. It was I I mean, it was just next level. It was so. I'm going to be doing Cisco's Rec Room uh, <laughs> coming up, so check that out. But this guy wants to go into business with me. I'm like, I'm I'm helping him write a play in Vegas. Um, and uh, the guy just, he just have the King of Connecticut look, overlook the contracts before you before you sign. Yeah, it. 
He owns like 19,000 slot machines, uh, video games. He has video the games. for it. Uh, yeah. It just kept going on and on. I mean, the, the stories this guy was telling me, Greg, Greg we got you got to meet this guy. I mean, he's just. Uh, if you ever go back there, I'm coming. Just let me know. I will fly out just to meet that guy. <laughs> Dude. Also, March 30th, I'm going to do Little Wayne's uh, sauna. <laughs> limited seating. Very limited seating. Bring your own towel. Dude, BYOT. Dude, there was a woman in the front. I was like, so you married to him? And she's like, yeah, I am. And I was like, how many cigarettes did you smoke? Like this, and she's like, way too many. And I, and I, I did an impression of them having sex, like, put it in my ass. No, you better. Like, dude, it was like, when you do it. You bite right, the right. apple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hold so my guy, cigarette. Hold my other cigarette. Now hold this cigarette. Dude, some guy goes, that girl gets so much such good head he goes my asshole was wet i don't even know what that i don't even know what that means like (laughs) okay greg greg anything on that uh you know i think she was doing it wrong that's what it's (laughs) she's slobbering no she's (laughs) slobbering she's slobbering down the dick (laughs) you know what's weird as i heard when that girl his dogs it's from my own life. I heard when that girl gives you a BJ, two hours later, you start having nicotine cravings. Like, now you're hooked. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, gives you a, she gives you a blowjob, but she sucks it out through your asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a unique technique. It's for men only. <laughs> I, think I, uh, I think I know her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad this last 30 seconds of the podcast will keep me from getting an erection for the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey. It's like the opposite of Viagra hearing that. Ugh. Kill kill that argon right away. Huh? Yeah. Well, you guys are the best. I hope you guys have a great week and take care. See you, man.